opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, phew. All right, guys, sorry about that. We had a bit of a disaster where I was playing around with a reminder that I wanted marked as complete and... It and I were not sure on the language to use to tell it so, but that's neither here nor there, as I welcome you to Herbie's Community Cooking Corner. Yes, indeed, folks. And I want to just take a brief minute to explain why the name changed, because the Herbie's Cooking Corner has definitely evolved, I feel like, over the last couple of years from what it started off with. As uh, you all, some of you from the beginning may know that I started just by doing it every other Tuesday. Then the things it expanded to where Tori became a co-host, and uh, then we started having a lot of uh, guests as well. And uh, so I felt like you know that it had be kind of become more than just Herbie's Cooking Corner, and um, has kind of you know like uh, the Cooking Corner is the name I originally played with. You've heard some of you have heard me talk about these names. In the end, I've settled on Herbie's Community Cooking Corner because I feel like it reflects you, the community, who have been participating in this call, both as uh, you know participants just listening to actually contributing to the call, and we've got quite a bit of that still happening, and I suspect it's uh, not going to end anytime soon. So there you go, guys. I uh, hope you all like the name change and uh, that it reflects on you all. So today I am flying solo. Tori is uh, unavailable to join us today. We hope to have her back next week. But um, in the meantime, it is Herbie's Cooking Corner. I don't know what the date is, but it is what it is. And the 10th. Okay. Very good. So, you guys, it's the 11th. The 11th? Okay. Uh -huh. All right. I'm being told wrong information here. So, All I only right. know that because it's my, my nephew's second birthday today. So, All right. Well, happy birthday to your uh, nephew. And I uh, want to say hi to uh, Dazzling Desi and Awesome Allison, who are <laughs> our hosts and uh, moderators, as always, and uh, Charming Chanel, who is our streamer today. So uh, we got three lovely ladies taking care of us all, and um, that is just uh, awesome, isn't it, guys? All right, so... Today, we are going to go the healthy route, and um, I'm not going to go into why, but I'm probably going to start going a lot more of the healthy route for me, and I've also sensed that's what a lot of people on here would like anyway, and um, yeah, it's definitely um, complicated, but uh, like I said, I'm not going to go into that on here, but um, healthy or route, I should say, not completely healthy. Don't uh, worry, you know, we're still gonna have like chocolate cakes and stuff and uh, all that, but um, maybe. Um, but today we're definitely doing an interesting one that I've actually not tried before. This is called Breakfast Quinoa Pudding. 
And I'm really sad that Tori was not able to join us today because this is definitely a recipe that she gave me. And, um, you know, it's great to, to be able to have, be able to ask her questions when I need to. So uh, we're just going to make this work. So what do we need here for this? We need three ounces applesauce. I'm going to have to get that to convert it in a little bit here. I need 2.5 cups milk, which is two and a half cups. And I definitely have that. I'm also hearing some headphone rattling over on the clubhouse side. So if anybody is unmuted other than me, please check your mute status. Um, we need the teaspoon of vanilla. We're going to use a little bit more than that for flavoring. One cup quinoa and raisins and dates that are optional. Um, I do not have a date tonight, so, uh, and, uh, you know, it's hopefully not going to be raising any problems, but, uh, um, whatever direction this call goes, guys, there's still going to be the humor, especially the food humor. So, uh, just cause I'm flying solo doesn't mean you're all completely safe. Okay. So in a saucepan, we're going to add all this in a saucepan. So I'm actually going to cheat and use a pot instead for the simple fact that pots don't bubble over. Well, they can bubble over, but for this amount, it's going to be fine. And we're going to bring it to a simmer. I don't need my double spatula for this. So you can go in the sink. So first of all, we've got to do this. And I'm still hearing some background rattling, by the way. Hey, Google, how much is three ounces of applesauce? Oh, wrong device. Hey, Google, how many cups is three ounces? Three U.S. fluid ounces is 0.375 U.S. cups. Three point... So, uh, like more like a third cup. So we're going to call this a generous third cup. And, um, of course, this is not baking, so you don't have to be precise, but it's going to depend on factors like... How much apple flavoring you want in your thing. I do like applesauce, so I don't mind it. So for this, I've got a nice jar of applesauce here. I actually wondered if I could get away with cinnamon applesauce. I don't know, because we're going to be adding in the cinnamon anyway. I actually don't need this mixing bowl, it looks like, so you can go back into your hole. And so this is a jar of applesauce that I got from Walmart. This is the Great Value brand. The difference is in the texture. There is the Great Value brand and then there's the Mott's brand. And I find that the Great Value has a little bit more of a better texture. Actually, I think this is the regular brand. But um, I, I do find a textural difference between the two. And I like the way the Great Value one tastes and better. Now for cooking, it may not matter. You know what? I'm going to pour this over the pot because I don't have the stove on yet. I'm going to move the lid out the way. So, and of course, needless to say, I forgot to mention this. I'm back in my friendly uh, kitchen confines. So very relieved about that. Okay. So a little bit of this spilled, but most of it's gone in the pot. Um, some of it's dripping off of the cup. 
I'm going to put that measuring cup in the sink. We're going to put the lid back on. I don't know if refrigerating the stuff is required or not, but I do not like warm applesauce. So regardless, it's going in the fridge. So that will get eaten later. Okay. Next, we need two and a half cups milk. So what we're going to do is we're going to put all the liquid ingredients together first, and then we're going to deal with the quinoa. And as with some of the other recipes I get from them, Mrs. Tori, it, uh, it's one of those gradual things I have to do. You can't just do it all at once. So uh, that's how that goes. And uh, But she's not here to, whine, to tell me to quit whining, so I can... Wine without limits now. I like this. Hmm. Second pot. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, two cups, measuring cup. And do I get my single half cup? That is my three fourth cups. That will not do. Okay, sorting out my measuring cups here that have gone out of whack. There is my half cup. Okay, so we're just gonna use the same set. No particular reason, it's just because I can. Okay, I'm going to move this pot over here to the counter because it'll be easier to pour, not over the stove. That way things do not get into the stove burner, which can set off the smoke alarm. So this milk is in a plastic bag that's tied in a very secure knot. So I'm just tearing the bag to get the bottle out and we're going to throw the bag away. It's useless has um sometimes we'll keep them as like small garbage bags but this one will not work for that okay so i am going to uh, this is a half gallon of two percent milk i don't think it matters what milk you use though for uh, healthy purposes you would probably want to use a non-dairy type milk or at the very least whoa skim milk and um there's that two cup. And if you have questions, I will get to you in just a few minutes. So just everybody hang tight. Whoa. That uh, pouring into the half cup is not as easy as the two cup measuring cup. So we got a little bit over, but uh, that's fine. I don't think it's gonna hurt anything. Okay. Because we're definitely gonna overdo the vanilla anyway, because that's gonna give it some more flavoring. So, where's my vanilla? Where's my vanilla? It's right here in the little box. This always reminds me of a Tylenol bottle, just with the way it's curved. I'm used to seeing vanilla like in those glass bottles a long time ago that was, they were very straight. But those days are gone. It's plastic in the, make you know, all right, so I'm gonna take the lid off. Do we have a plastic film? We do, so I'm gonna set this lid to the side of my pot and peel the film off. And that's gonna go in the garbage. And we're just going to pour what I think is a generous teaspoon and call it good. A little bit more just to be on the safe side. Okay. 
So that's going to give it a very strong flavor. Of course, if you don't aren't a big fan of vanilla, you're going to want to use less of it. Or you could get away with none of it at all, I suppose, but it is going to affect the flavor a little bit. So let's see here. I'm going to now check my recipes and uh, recipe here and make sure we are not missing any liquid ingredients. Ooh, this definitely smells vanilla-ish. All right, you can wait to me. Okay, yep. Um, that seems to be it for the liquid ingredients, I think. Let's see. Okay, so we're gonna just do the liquid ingredients, then the quinoa, then our other things, which includes sugar, brown sugar, and uh, cinnamon. And if you were doing the dates and raisins, you would do that too. So I'm going to, we're going to let this simmer. And I'm going to kind of start this on like high just to really get it going. And then we're just going to quickly turn it down to low. We'll have to do medium high. So while that's happening, now is a good time if you have any questions, comments on what I have done so far. Oh, phew. I, I thought you were all sleeping there. Um, <laughs> well, I haven't heard any snoring yet. <laughs> so. that, that, that's good. That's really good. So I'm going to... You know what? I'm actually going to go ahead and get the rest oh, of the Oh, now. Mary Highland oh. has her hand raised. Mary, all right. Hello. Um, I had to back out and come back in because I didn't have the got it button, but now I got it. Um, <clears throat> did you put a lid on that pot? No, I have not. It didn't say to, um, but I probably will once it gets to simmering. Um yeah, I, I when I cook quinoa, I always put the lid on, just like rice. And right. I have, and I do have a little tip for that. Once you bring right. it to boil, um, yep. and then you put it down to simmer. Wait a couple seconds, you know, maybe a minute or so before you put the lid on, because right. then that will prevent it from boiling um, over. Yep, good point. So what we're doing is just the liquid ingredients right now for this pudding. We haven't gotten to the quinoa yet, but... Um, oh, so you're going to put the quinoa after you... Yes. When it comes to a we're boil... Gonna add, we're going to add the quinoa into with the liquid ingredients, so... Okay. Great. Okay, I'm Thanks. just making sure this... Yep, you're welcome. Um, but that's definitely a good tip. I did cook quinoa by itself for the first time yesterday in a long time, Um and it turned out pretty good. They'd have to add water to it a couple times, even with it being, um, but it did turn out to pretty good. I'm just going to give this a light stirring and uh, and then we're going to go ahead and put the lid on and um, I'm going to prepare the other things in a bowl so I can just add in it all at once. Uh, so, I have another what? question, Herbie. Yes. Um, yes. Whenever I see a recipe involving quinoa, it says to rinse the quinoa. 
um, because they don't guarantee that all the um, debris is off the quinoa. Do you do that? Uh, no, I have actually not seen that. But to be fair, I've only cooked quinoa like a handful of times. Uh-huh. So Me that too. is an interesting um I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I personally would. I'm not even sure how I'd rinse it off, honestly. Yeah, you have to have a sieve that has a very yeah. fine mesh to it, and I, and I don't, so I just skip that part. <laughs> yep. Okay, thanks. You're I'll mute welcome. Now. All right. Very good question there, uh, Mary. All right. Anybody else? Not at this time. All right. So let's see. What have we got here? Um, so I'm looking to see how much sugar I need. Okay, so very minor amounts of sugar here, actually. An eighth teaspoon of sugar, a tablespoon of brown sugar. So. Brown sugar, of course, is the healthier one out of the two. And uh, I'm just going to guesstimate on the eighth teaspoon of sugar. And um, you know what? I can actually, I don't need a full mixing bowl for this. I can just use any one of my smaller glass bowls that I use for scrambled eggs. So we're just going to put a tiny amount in here. I just like barely filled the uh, teaspoon with like a, just a tiny amount. But if you're not good with that type of precise measurement, then just go ahead and use a smaller teaspoon and um, that will work for you. I've just done this type of thing enough to know what I'm doing. So, um, no, I said an eighth of a teaspoon. That would be a lot. I will double check, but um, I am pretty sure it was an eighth of a teaspoon. Then the brown sugar, we're going to do mix that in. And now we're just going to stir that slightly. And then this calls for a fourth of a teaspoon of cinnamon, like a, yeah, we're going to do more than that, but, um, you know, you can't overdo cinnamon, so we don't want to do that, but we're not going to underdo it either. Okay. So just making sure that this pot is aligned on the stove. Okay, so now my cinnamon today comes in a bottle. I've had it come in several different types of things. Okay, there is a film on here. So I'm going to get that off and put that in the garbage and now I'm going to 
just pour some into the thing. And there we go. All right, so I'm going to stir that up and add it all into the mixture after we deal with the quinoa. So let's see here. I'm just going to lightly stir that. And very good. Now let's go check on my current mixture here and see if we can start to adding stuff. Okay, it's simmering. I'll say that much for it. This is a bit of an interesting one to know when to add the quinoa, so I'm just going to guess that it's okay. Um, I think it's after we add in the quinoa that it's supposed to really thicken. So this pudding, this liquid pudding stuff is just acting like a uh, water base. So uh, let's see here. the foam will unlock. That would really be helpful. And uh, let's see here. There we go. No, I really want the directions. Let's see. So it says, okay, so bring to a simmer and add the quinoa slowly. So we're going to do this in fourth cup measurements. And that'll be slow enough, I think, for our purposes. So the quinoa comes in a small bag. It will have a plastic seal on it at first. You'll have to tear that off. And we can just scoop the quinoa out of the bag into the measuring cup since we're using a fourth cup here and just be careful not to let it spill so i'm going to pour in the first cup Ooh, this stuff is grainy okay there that'll get it off and now i'm going to just slowly stir it in Unfortunately, um, I'm just having to guess at uh, what they consider slowly here, so uh, that's just how this stuff uh, works. Okay, I think you could be better positioned on the burner, just saying. Alright, so I can tell that it's cooking because I can feel the pot, even at a simmer, just barely uh, whoa, bubbling. So I can tell that it's definitely doing something here. So I'm going to add in the next cup of quinoa and 
I'm not sure if you call all oh, can hear it or not. There's like a really loud vehicle outside that's vibrating the house. Okay. So this is going to definitely make a lot of pudding. Some of this stuff is going to spill easily. We don't want the bag too near the stove either because um, but I'm trying to make sure none of the stuff at least okay it's a garbage truck I think it's out there it falls into the burner. Okay I can tell it's starting to thicken up a little bit. So we're halfway through with the uh, quinoa. Alright, so we've got to add two more fourth cups. You know what? This bag is getting empty to where oh no, pouring is not. Okay, you're going to want to scoop this stuff out. I'm making a mess over here. Um, thankfully a contained mess, but still a mess nevertheless. This stuff is very interesting to work with. I'm just going to tell you folks. Um, very small, very grainy, and um, it's supposed to be good for you. So that might be a motivating reason not to mess with it too. I don't know. Okay. So just trying to get all the little grains out of this cup. wonder if this may not be the best type of measuring cup to use for it. That's okay, though. Um, so we do have us a thicker liquid, as I said before. All right. And last amount, which is going to be what's... So the bag holds at least, I think, like two cups of quinoa. So I'm just going to pour the bag into it. And um, very good, because I used a cup yesterday. And, um, or the day before, whenever it was, I cooked it. So Very good, very good. So now we're... <coughs> Excuse me, going to. Okay, the pot has stopped bubbling. This is the thing I like about boiling things a lot easier. I can t it's a lot easier to tell what this pot is doing. Um, but we're going to kind of bring it up to a medium heat just so I can get things moving along here and we'll just kind of monitor and get it back down to low. All right, does anybody have any questions? It does not. Wait, <laughs> excuse me. No, no hands here. We have one raised hand in Clubhouse. All right. And Tony, you may unmute. All right, welcome, Tony. <coughs> or DJ. Okay, it's, it's, it's both of us, but we got a question. Yep. What is Kingwa? Quinoa is a very fine grain. You can use it for breakfast and or dinner. So you can either mix in sweet spices like cinnamon or you can mix in savory spices like, uh, you know, like garlic, for instance. And um, so it's an alternative grain. 
um, but it's very easily findable at your grocery store. It it, it does not taste like uh, bacon, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to ask that question. How did you know? How did I is know? Is it is it is it a firmer? Is it something like rice? Yes. Yeah. But more more firm. More okay. Okay. All and right, it's I'm sitting here. And it's spelled Q U I N O A. O A. Yep. What if you ever want to look for it. And okay. Chanel has her hand up. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Chanel. Okay, one of the things I learned about quinoa when I first um had it heard of it, it was a grain with a really high amount of protein actually. And when I tried it the other day, I was expecting it to be like rice, but it wasn't. It was ugh. I it, it I really liked it when I had it before. Anyway, impressions do change, I guess, but it seemed you know, a lot thinner and shorter and I don't know. Anyway, those were just my impressions, but when I've had it, it's normally been pretty good. All right. Very good. So at the moment, I'm not sure what this stove is actually doing. I think I've got a new problem where it's this burners acting weird. So it's not actually cooking at the moment. So there we go. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's a different texture than rice. Um, it, it is a bit more of a crunchier one. And uh, yeah. All right. Anybody else? No hands right now. No hands right <clears throat> now. All right. No hands in Zoom. I mean, in Clubhouse either. Uh, <laughs> Where I, I hope I. Yeah, if you're in Zoom, you won't see any hands, because... Uh, <laughs> I'm not in Zoom, don't worry. <laughs> okay. You don't sound real good if I... Yeah. What is... Mary Holland sorry, has what... her hand up. Mary, okay, I was, first of all, I was just saying, Allison, you don't sound too good there, my friend. And I'm uh, sorry. Right. It's okay. We still love you anyway. Thank you. That's <laughs> love all. you. All right. <laughs> Mary, okay. go ahead. Well, I I'd like to talk a little bit about quinoa because I use it quite a bit. All right. And if if you're a vegetarian, um, it's a good uh, substitute for other protein like meats and cheese. Um, I've made it where I've toward the end of the cooking, I've thrown in some broccoli and zucchini. So you've got a one-pot meal of, uh, of quinoa and veggies. And, of course, you season those veggies with, um, say, seasoned salt and pepper, um, whatever you like. If you like garlic, onion, whatever. Um, I've also used it in meat dishes. Um, I'd like to share there's a wonderful cookbook on Bard called Glorious One-Pot Meals. And it, every recipe takes exactly 45 minutes, no matter what you're cooking. 
which is really helpful for me because I can't tell if something is brown or whatever. And um, I, there's a, like I have a favorite recipe called sausage and quinoa, and you put everything in the in a Dutch oven, uh, oh. quinoa water or um, chicken broth or vegetable broth, and Italian sausages and uh, tomatoes, green peppers, other kinds of peppers, onion. Uh, there might be some onion. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. But you put the lid on and you bake it for 45 minutes or until the aroma of a fully cooked meal escapes the oven. That's how every single recipe ends. And I just love this cookbook. It's called Glorious One Pot and Pot. And it's, it's great for a blind person because you just throw everything in the pot and then you're done. Of course, you have to be careful putting that Dutch oven in the oven and pulling it out. But if you have really good um, potholder mitts, it's not a problem. Um, I made the right. mistake of just using a potholder one time and I burnt my thumb. So that wasn't, I learned to use the mitts from there on. Um, but, um, and the nice thing about these recipes is they serve two. You don't have to make this gigantic recipe. Then that brings me to a question, Herbie. I wonder if you think this recipe could be cut in half. Because I live well, alone. I don't want to make four cups of, of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of a breakfast food. I don't know why it couldn't. I mean, you could probably just reheat it in the, in the microwave in, in the portion that you want. But mm -hmm. um, I would rather not do that. I'd rather make it fresh when I when I make it. So definitely. So I'll, I have to leave in a few minutes, but I've enjoyed it so far. And I've written down the recipe as we, as you went. So thanks for that. Oh, uh, you're welcome. Now I just want to remind you, if you subscribe to the ACB cooks list, which you can do by going to uh, emailing community at acb.org and say, could you please add me to the ACB cooks list and include your name and email address. You will get the full recipe afterwards. I'll make sure, in fact, it gets posted today. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. And I'm also going to include the link to my Dropbox folder, which contains all the recipes in the, that I've done. Well, most of the recipes I've done for the cooking corner in text form. So um, I am going to do that as well. So. All right, so I've now stirred it, and we're just going to kind of got it on like a medium-low heat. I'm just going to put the lid on this, and I've added in the sugar and uh, cinnamon type thing, and I'm going to go sit down and uh, see if uh, I need to do anything else. So uh, let's see here. Um, and really, you probably don't need a lid because it does say to, of course, use a saucepan. And um, it says, stir until nice and creamy. Okay, so I'm going to let it simmer a little bit, and then I'm going to go stir it until it is nice and creamy. And... 
Would it have turned out better if I'd have used the sauce pan? I wouldn't think so, because... Um, but it might have cooked a little bit faster, perhaps. Um, might have to try that next time just to see if it does make a difference. But like I said, the idea was to not have things bubbling over the side of the pan, if at all possible, because that just um, can make more of a mess. So that was the idea behind that. So yes, I do want to remind you all, first of all, for those of you listening in Clubhouse, if you've not already done so, make sure you join the actual community call list. And um, just uh, send an email to community at acb.org. Now, lately, I do want to mention this because this has become kind of an issue for people. A lot of people have had issues with uh, not getting the emails um, for uh, various reasons or whatever. Um, one issue you might be having is actually with Groups.io itself, and uh, it I've had some issues with it lately with one of my accounts where it will constantly bounce things. So I find that helpful to create a Groups.io account with that specific email address that I can just log into and see if there's anything that says it's bouncing, like there's a link that says um, bounce notifications or whatever. And... Um, that might clear up some of the issues that people are uh, having. So that's something that I would look into. It may be a group SIO thing overall. So I thought I'd mention that. But there are some other exciting calls happening today. We do have, of course, the um, Unmute Presents happening a little bit. We've also got games to play with Lady A and helpful hints with homophones. And um, okay, let me. Um, what? Uh, uh, okay, I don't need to deal with that right the second anyway. Um, but uh, dealing with uh, messages coming in on my phone here and I should be paying attention to my cooking. So that's what we're going to go do is check on this. Okay, it's looking creamy. Um, just trying to feel it with the spoon here. It's a little tricky because I'm not quite sure what consistency we're looking for. I think we want it to be thick. So I'm actually going to bring this up to full medium and just constantly stir it to where it'll really get thick. And then we will actually give this a try. And um, we're actually probably going to be done a little bit early. It definitely smells good. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Um... See, the other thing this doesn't say is, am I supposed to, like, let it set or anything before serving? So, uh, you can probably hear the pot bubbling now. Um, I'm going to stop talking and let you hear it. Hopefully you're hearing that. It's a combination of the uh, quinoa 
cooking and uh, this uh, liquid stuff uh, really bubbling. Um, I think it just needs to do its bubbling type thing for a little bit here. So I'm going to use the back of my spoon just to kind of feel how get an idea of how it's feeling. Okay, so it's um see it's hard to tell if the liquid's thickening up or if it's just the quinoa, but no, I think it's thickening up a little bit. Okay. So that's good. Let's move that lid out of the way because it's vibrating. Um, so uh, we've also got some exciting things happening for you on the cooking call, including Tyann is going to be making for us her uh, chicken casserole. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. We've also got Mike. We've got two different Michaels coming up. One of them is going to show us how to make cookies. And uh, another one is going to, uh, the, the Mike you know, is going to show us how, uh, talk to us about the Traeger. So we've got that coming up. I know we've got uh, Heidi happening a few times throughout uh, September and August. We're also going to work on the getting Haley on here, who... Um, you all heard on the cooking call a few weeks ago, the last time we did it, which was two weeks before. And, um, okay, this is starting to thicken up. Uh, Herbie, we do have a hand. and has All right. Yes. Yes, we, we can. can. Okay, I have a question. Um, what kind of can opener have you found that works for us? I have a manual can opener. It takes me 20 minutes to open a can. All right. Well, that's the one I use. I use the standard manual can opener with the squeeze handles. I will generally set the can on the countertop, put align the thing up with it, and um, you know, squeeze the lid. And then the trick is to let the can opener do the work. It's going to spin the can, and as it's spinning the can, it will release the, uh, it'll cut into the lid throughout the uh, sides of the can as you're going Well, the along. can opener so, falls off about every half inch. So make sure it's firmly locked into place. It's got to click, and you've got to firmly hold it. Um, but there are definitely other can openers out there. Um, you may want one of those battery ones that you can just, I think it works like a magnet to where you place it on top and it cuts into the lid that way. If anybody has any recommendations on ones they use, I would... Uh, that, I don't want anything good. battery operated. Okay, so you want something manual, com completely manual. That you plug in or that you just put the can under there and push a button and it opens it. Right. So that would be an electric can opener, what you are wanting. And I'm having trouble getting them to work now. They used to work great, but they don't work anymore like they used to. Chanel mm. has her hand raised. Yes, Chanel. 
Well, I've recounted this story on here a bit before, and it was a bit, it was embarrassing, but um, I was trying to use a manual can opener, and yeah, it wouldn't stay. I kept putting it on. The problem was, I was not having the can flat on the counter. I was, you know, trying to hold the can instead of letting the counter hold the can and focusing on the can opener, the manual one. So that was an interesting experience. Hmm. That's not my problem, but I don't Okay, oh. sorry. Um, no, 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 you're fine. I, I just wonder, somebody was saying something the other day about one that really, really works, and I wasn't where I could write it down, so I didn't know if you all knew about something. Right, Unless Max C. has something. Come to we It's Electric do. next time. <laughs> yep. It's Electric, oh. It's a- it's electric. Yep, she Jeannie might have some good uh, recommendations for um, plug and can openers and how you can use them. I have not honestly. I, I have not used an electric can opener in ever. So I've seen hmm. them. Dexter um, has his hand raised. Maybe he has an Dexter, idea. Maybe he does. Go ahead, Dexter. You My first meet? question is. What does your can opener, your manual one, look like? Is it one of the little tiny ones? No, uh, it's larger. The ones, it's larger. The, the ones that work good have two full-length handles, and when you yep. take and click it in and just hold it, it, it'll stay in place and, and cut the entire can in a matter of seconds with just turning it. It falls off. <laughs> uh, I've never had, I mean, I have the type of can opener that my mother had, which has full-length uh, handles that, I mean, handles are probably, well, the whole thing's probably about six to eight inches long. Yeah. And then the handles are coated with uh, some type of rubber. Yeah. Yep. And and when you click it in, when it you know penetrates, and that it's very easy to hold it there, and then just turn the thing with your right hand to to get it all the, the lid off. No, I don't know. That's it just why falls I've off. used. That's why I've used for about well so forty years. First- so first thing, of course, is make sure it fully clicks into place and you're holding it tight. But my question would be, do you have any issues with, like, motor skills? No. No. Okay. No, I can squeeze it. You to can death. squeeze it. Okay. The death. Well, make sure it actually fully clicks in. It's got to click. It's got to make, like, a clicking sound. Um, and it's got to feel secure on the thing. Like, you should be able to pick it up and it'll lift up the can as well. Okay, we have a couple of other <clears throat> we have a couple of other hands. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm losing my voice here. Um at least you're not losing your mind, so uh hold on here. We have Heidi with her hand up. All right, Heidi. Heidi. How are things over there on the web? <laughs> Hello. We actually Hello. have one of the can openers that cuts on the side and Nick said he thinks it's called Gator Grip, and it only has one handle. It's it's not the kind you open, 
But what right. you do is you set it on and you start the twist, and then it will actually you'll feel it actually um, come against the can, and you'll hear it penetrate the can. And then to get it off, you twist it backwards just a little bit, and it will release the can. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually take the lid off and put it back on if you need to. So the other does Max the Aids have one that they know works? Do you know? I don't, and I think you can get Gator Grip on Amazon. I think. Area code two four eight. Star six ten mute. I I just sent you an ask to unmute request. I keep flipping and flicking until you sign the unmute. That's what I had to do. Right, they're on the phone, so. Um, hmm. Well, guys, one thing I want you to get out of this is, you know, you thought if you thought the twist was a dance craze back in the 60s, you know, it's still important to say maybe it's not quite that type of twist, but. Uh, okay, we uh, have so Amanda Winkler with her hand up. All right, Amanda. You may talk. Um, uh, okay. Um, I have a question for the person that has an issue with the can opener. Um, I'm wondering if maybe you're using the wrong end of the can because a lot of cans have a top to them, whereas the bottom of the can is actually slightly indented and it fits into the top of the cans. And I have found that you cannot open those bottom indented lids. You have I know to what you're talking about, top. but no, I'm opening the correct one. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking I, about. Okay. I was just curious if that was your problem. With, Good question. Um, okay. All right. So I'm dishing up this pudding right now. Um, what kind is it? It's a quinoa pudding. What's the flavor? Right. Vanilla. Mmm. Okay. Um, so, we still have area. All right. Can I have some? Yep, you can have some. All right, area code 248, <laughs> are you able to unmute? Hi, this is Laura. And I'm Laura. Hi, Laura. I right. have the, I think the OXO can opener, and it does have long handles. Um, to first use it, it's a little bit hard to get on the can, but it's kind of magnetic, and it does um, attach to the can really strongly. And the nice thing about this can opener, I love the manual ones. I don't like the electrics. But the nice mm. thing about this can opener is it does open the can, but it opens the can and your edges are not sharp. So you can take the top off and, you know, do whatever <laughs> you need without worrying about cutting yourself. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me. And when it's done, it goes all the way around the can um, if it doesn't get quite done, you can go a little backwards, but it, it does go all the way around the can. And a lot of times it'll just, when it gets done going around the can, your top will come off. You have to keep turning the, the can, correct? You, pardon me? Yeah. You have to keep turning the can, correct? You have to do what? Keep, keep turning, turning the, can. the can around. 
phone's not coming through real clear uh, for some He's reason. turning the can? No. You, when you turn the handle on the can opener, it turns the can. Oh. You don't turn the can at all. It turns the can. It's got two handles, two kind yes. of long handles with rubber rubber um, outsides, and it turns the can itself as it opens it. Yes. And that is the trick with those things is, like I said, set it on the counter so you'll it'll let it spin the can. Herbie, I'm sorry. Um, you have just a little over eight minutes left. So yep. sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I got so involved in can openers. <laughs> no, I, I was actually, I'm actually able to keep track of the time myself too, because we're done. So it's all good. Um, mm. All right. The pudding turned out pretty good, by the way. Um, just, uh, we'll get back to the can opener just a bit. The, the quinoa definitely absorbs a lot of the flavor. I think it's the texture it's supposed to be. Um, eating this stuff with a crown has been a little bit interesting, but, um, We'll talk about, if you missed my description of the root canal a few weeks ago on Diane's call, then um, good for you. You really didn't miss much. Um, but I have a 3D, the, the long and the short of it is I have a 3D printed crown in my mouth now. So. Um, so yeah, the trick with can openers is to let the can, the can opener do the motion for you because if you, otherwise it's going to keep falling off, but if you let it spin the can you're going to have, I think you'll find a lot easier time. It's like I said, just set the can on the counter, put the thing into place, click it, make sure it's locked into place, you know, with that pop-up button. And then just hold it, you know, hold the can opener, but don't try to press down. Don't, don't put it, try to put any pressure on the can. Just turn the crank with one hand and kind of like just, Go let the can it move your arm as your sp as it spins around. So you don't have to turn the can around. No, it'll no. do it for no. you. It's gonna do it for you. If you, you know have to turn the can Herbie? around, it's not fully. It's not attached well. It's not done. It's not in the right place. You're having to turn. You know the what that's called? Just, just it's just your standard manual can opener. But you might like that one piece one that Tim was recommended a minute ago, the Gator Grip. And so you could definitely look into that one as an alternative. So you don't you use that. that one, Herbie? No, I I have not used it. Um probably like my kitchen is fairly low tech. Like I have the air fryer, I have the Keurig, but you know, I don't have a smart oven, I don't have um, a lot of plug-in device. I don't really. Ha I have a talking thermometer. Never really used it much. But all right. Do we have any other questions? Thank you, Laura. You're welcome. No, we have no hands raised in Zoom anyway. All right. And no raise. No hands raised in Clubhouse. <laughs> all right. Make us something else. <laughs> Make you something else. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Baker. <laughs> how do you like that? All right, guys. Well, how about I make some coffee? Because uh, I needed to keep up with you guys. Whew, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
yeah, like I said, I think it turned out um, the consistency wise um, really wasn't to, you know, it's not that liquidy. It's very quinoa-ish. Um, so mm. that's how Give I would Chanel describe some. it. Um, that's only if she wants some, so. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought, so that's well, that's why I didn't. Um... I wish I were there. I'd take some. I would, too. So All would right. I. <laughs> Me, too. Sounds good. Don't like Excellent. rice pudding? What? Is it like rice pudding? Yeah, that might be a good way to describe it. Okay, I was trying to find my uh, schedule. But, um... Because, uh... Okay, let's see. Where is my... Do I get my call schedule? Let's see here. Um, Hold on, guys. I'm doing this on the phone. And... uh... Some people haven't been getting them. I don't know why. The uh, what? Some people have not been getting the call schedules in the last couple of days. I don't know why. Yeah, so that's what I was saying earlier. So for anybody that came in late, I recommend that with the email address you use for um, the community calls, createagroups.io account. And then you can see if there's any bounce, there's any links that say that, you know, about bounce notifications. And if you click on that link, that should unbounce the email and see if that fixes the issue. I've had to deal with that with, not with this list, but I had like one of my email addresses that is subscribed to some groups IO things. It constantly does that. And in my case, it's a double whammy because I'm both sending and receiving to those particular lists. And um, I have to go unbounce it like every couple of weeks and I have no idea why. Oh. So oh. that is something to look into. I don't know if that is the issue or not, but it's something that I've ran into. And so it's something I recommend you do because the schedules are definitely coming out just fine. Um, I know because I got mine in my email last night. So that is my recommendation. All right. So with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and shut things down. I will be back next week, and uh, hopefully Tori will be back in the saddle with me. And if not, well, we'll just keep things going as uh, best we can. I think we have one of our guest speakers next week, so um, that's going to be exciting. And... Uh, Like I said, we've got quite a bit of uh, things lined up for you all in terms of uh, cooking-wise. So um, if you want to become a guest on a future cooking call, definitely email us, acbcooks at gmail.com, and that'll get to us, and uh, we'll get you set up from there. Or you can also reach out to us through community at acb.org. And... um, 
just ask it to be forwarded to Herbie and Tori, and uh, we will get to that. And uh, let's see, now I'm on my computer, so I'm going to see if I can actually now look at my schedule to see what... Um, Let's see. Ah, here we go. Okay, so. All right, so next week it's going to be Michael Postlewaite, and uh, he's going to be showing us how to, uh, showing us his cookies recipe. So that's what we've got in store. And then the 25th is going to be chicken casserole with Tyann. So some good stuff coming your way, guys. All right, um, last call for uh, questions. 